live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and a stress end effect because I want to drink out of my Princess Luna mug tonight because I've not been feeling real well at all, all day today. It's got nothing to do with the show, but I figured I'd just get it out of the way now. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. We're the alcohol this week. I am not a Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere uh, under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N. Uh, you might have even heard me on uh, Skeptics with a K recently, where I asked a question that apparently I should have known the answer to, and I almost insulted uh, one of the guys by calling them a Whovian. Apparently that's not a thing anymore. Bite me, boys. I don't care. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody before, you know, I don't feel so good anymore again. Top left-hand corner, North America. Good evening, Dallin. Good evening. Uh, sorry, I, I'm trying to rattle around a little bit of context in my head about that last comment and thinking, okay, could it be that? Could it be that? Uh, wires. I'm apparently way too sober to be contemplating this at this time. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll explain it, everything in a couple minutes. North of me uh, into uh, Ontario. Good morning, Heretic Woman. Good morning. Back down into the left, into the Midwest of the theocratic U.S. Good evening, Bridget. Good evening. There's a joke about that. I'll tell you guys about that in a couple of moments. And south of me, into uh, Pittsburgh. Good morning, Joey. Oh, my goodness. What is going on? Where have I been? What have you people done with <laughs> people I know? Uh, short version, um... Yeah, a, a lot, a lot of stuff has been going on without you, and it basically comes down to this: we don't pay you nearly enough. Um, I'm going to refrain from the colorful commentary that I had uh, that just, you know, struck like a lightning bolt across my brain. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll go with that. So, Gortman. It's just struck my brain. That must have hurt. <laughs> it would if anybody actually had one in this group tonight, I guess. I don't know. Hey. I'm speaking just for myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm ah, really, really ah, old ah, today. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, well, I've, I've given Abby normal brain right now. I, so as, as fair warning, I have, I have okay. really, really felt really bad all day today. I don't think that I've got a cold or anything. I think that I may have just not slept at all well, and all day I've just been, like, not feeling good. So um, here I am, uh, low-key, and, and trying to trying to work with, the, with what I got. So anyway, thank you all for being with us tonight. Uh, those of you that are watching live, of course, thank you. Please feel free to take advantage of also, the live Also, chat. what the hell are you doing here it's Saturday evening? We all have lives. Well, okay. Most of us have lives. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Some people have got better things to do with their time. Others are with us, learning things. Nothing more important than that, I would say. It's just me. Anyway. I like so. You. If you are watching live, of course, the live chat is up and running. Thank you, guys. Uh, Stephanie. Glad you're able to make it feel us. Hey, hon, hope you're feeling better, of course. Uh, and who else is it? Shauna. 
high. So, yeah, we've got uh, we've we've got stuff, and uh, I'm gonna try really hard to keep myself together with it all. Uh, to give you guys an idea as to uh, just how much I'm gonna be drinking. Yes, this is my French press. Yes, it has tea in it right now because it was the best thing I could come up with that would hold proper amount that I may actually go through for the length of the show. If you're listening to the uh, to the uh, podcast version, <laughs> you missed out. You can look it over later. Don't worry about it. We're still really early into holding whatever. So um, don't know where Unrenode Tech is. Uh, Joseph could be sleeping, which, uh, considering how early in the morning it is, would not at all surprise me. Well, he's been known to be fashionably late, too. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And um, no. I just want to go ahead and say, uh, right off the bat, before before I go ahead and roll everything, I saw a tweet just a little while ago from the nice folks over there at the Merseyside Skeptics Group. Uh, QED going on, and apparently one of their hosts was uh, was awarded their uh, skeptic of the year 2018 i call bullshit because if i'm not mistaken qed is put on by the same person or at least has a very large helping hand in it and advertises it a lot so i'm kind of wondering <clears throat> what shujin what- is trying to say is that he is highly skeptical of your skepticism uh-huh and uh, I'm going to uh, put the word out and ask him to come on and defend his title because something about this stinks. It could be Jersey. I don't know. It could be what's going on. I don't know. I'm just going to have a little bit of fun at his expense and we'll figure it from there. Eventually. I don't know. We'll see. So, uh, Felis, a little better, better than dead, I guess. Okay, that's um, <clears throat> sometimes dead is better. Not often, <laughs> but I, well, guess- I couldn't help myself. <clears throat> well, okay, he's the only pe- person I know that may have actually come back from being dead. It's 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 you know it's not like fault that I am the photographic encyclopedia of every random quote from every freaking movie I've ever seen. That's true. That's true. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I just for the record, I haven't seen Pet Cemetery since I was a kid. Well, you're better mm-hmm. than me because I haven't seen it at all. Yeah, I've you know. seen parts of it. Apparently so? they're they're redoing it too. Sometimes dead is better. Oh yes, okay. Now, I, now I remember. Yes. Okay. What with uh, Halloween fast approaching, Nightmare Night on top of that, and uh, necrophilia in the air. Let's just go bypass that entirely. <laughs> and ground, move on from ground's Stop. gone sour. You're, you're not helping. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and get everything rolling over here because um, because I'm not going to like my opening for this week. Oh. Yeah. With five minutes on the clock, your freestyle starts right now. I titled it uh, Shepherd. And considering the title, uh, considering the subject of the show in general tonight, you'd think that I'd be talking about, you know, the flocks and the shepherds, uh, the people who are uh, organizing um, their uh, their, uh, religious groups. Uh, No. No. 
no, not this one. Um, a couple years ago, and I've talked about this before, I used to do something called the Flashback Newscast. When I was still doing a four-hour DJ sets and uh, Second Life doing music and whatnot, I'd you know, get about halfway through and I'd do a half-hour wrap-up of the news of the week in history and um i would i would do you know about roughly 20 minutes of that and i would end with something that i called the um the silent nod of the night and i i got a little bit of hell from some people because it's like well here you go you're you're talking for almost 10 minutes about this thing and that's not very silent of you so, okay yeah um but the point of it was it I would end on something that was very noteworthy for me. It could be a birth, could be a death, it could be an event. To paraphrase from the show this week, it's an event. And it's a death. Unfortunately. And it's one of those events that the only way I can say it is it should not have happened. It should not have happened at all. I show for you on the screen at this point a picture of a young gentleman. If memory serves in the photograph at this point, he would have been about 1920. He died at 21 years of age. His name was Matthew Shepard. He was someone of the LGBTQ community. He was killed this past week in history. In what I can only describe as an incredibly brutal and savage way he was apparently getting a ride home from a bar and according to what was said in the court the person who was giving him a ride home basically used the twinkie defense and called i forget exactly what it was called but uh, basically uh the gay panic. That's, that's Supposed, usually what they call it. Supposedly, Mr. Shepard hit on him as he was being taken home. And the person fell into a panic and into a rage. And to say that he beat him up would not do justice. He was beaten. He was strung up on a fence. I believe it was what it was. Please forgive me. I have a hard time dealing with the story as it is. I really didn't want to read all the way back through it again because most of this I still remember. And he was left for dead. Several people in the morning, apparently, did not realize at first what he was. Because of the time of the season, several people thought that he was just a decoration. Because of Halloween. 
The person who finally called the police was a cyclist, as I recall. Also thought the same, and then realized. Called the police. He did not survive very long, to paraphrase a, another movie. Fortunately. His killer was brought to justice, brought into court, and used the cockamamie gay panic defense, for whatever that's worth. But I promised myself that I would not forget this young man. Even if I'm not doing the flashback newscast anymore, I will not forget this young man whose only crime was being human. Matthew Shepard was 21 years old. There's no reason for that. There's no good goddamn reason for that at all. And as I would close those shows out, ain't nothing more to be said. Ain't nothing more to be done. This episode 231 of the docket, Your Honor, be honest for a change. And like I said, basically took inspiration from uh, the theme that uh, Heretic Woman was going to have for uh, Beyond the Trailer Park this past week. And I just kind of thought, you know, there's, there's, there's enough crap that's been going on in the news and on the campaign trails and in general discussion and discourse at this point where, you know, I, I said it last week. If I'm going to have anybody on the show, I do not want somebody on my show who is dishonest, period. That is that is a non-starter right there. So let's kind of go through some of this stuff and hear what people have talked about, what arguments they've been using, what we've heard, what we've had to deal with, and more importantly, what to watch out for. I had to call them out on it because, you know, if you're going to argue, let's at least argue in good faith, huh? Anyway, heretic woman, I know full well that um, we don't have anything specifically new on Rafe Badawi, but oh, no. dear sweet mother of the apocalypse, we got news out of Saudi. Oof. Uh, yeah, the uh, reporter who went into the embassy and never came out. <laughs> That's the one. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I for- Was it the Washington Post he was with? I forget. I think so. I've, yeah. Forgive me. I've, I've also forgotten off the top of my head. Uh, right now I'm, I'm lucky enough. I'm remembering. Um, I, I just remember drink. his last name was Khashoggi. And he, he knew that there might be a problem. He brought his fiance and she stood outside the embassy for something like 12 hours 
and came back the next day because he warned her that something might happen. And they're just like, oh, well, he must have left. But they have footage of him going in, but they have no footage of him leaving, at least not as, you know, ambulating out. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, there's a lot of rumors going around, but the the main one is basically he was killed inside the building somewhere and his body um, snuck out. And there were some vans and things that where they park is not on camera or not available anyway to be seen. And but they could be seen leaving. Yeah, um, and Stephanie's got information over there in the open chat, by the way. Oh, his murder was recorded on his Apple Watch. My goodness. So this Yikes. could prove to be interesting. Uh-huh. And by interesting, I mean, um, yeah. So, as usual, with no new news, because that's much more the norm than not, as far as Rafe is concerned. As of the recording of tonight's show, it is now six years, three months, 28 days since he was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our thoughts and our hopes are still with you and your family. And our thoughts are with this reporter's circles of people. God damn it. So we're off to a great start tonight, as you guys can probably uh, probably try to figure out. So, like I said, trying to argue in good faith is a... Those of us that actually care about the truth and care, and you guys know for well, I don't like to use the term truth, care about facts, care about actually working through a proposition and trying to figure out what in the hell and making a, a proper judgment, an informed judgment on something. It all comes down to actually arguing in good faith. And that seems to be less and less the norm for a certain demographic of people. In this case, the certain demographic, I'm going to specifically call it the win at all costs group. Because it could be it could be any particular ideology. I'm using a big blanket term here. Don't don't give me crap about it. Could be conservative, could be liberal, could be progressive, could be Democrat, could be Republican, could be Tory, could be um, new... What the hell do they call themselves? The the progress, uh, progressive conservatives? Is that what yes. they call themselves? Yeah. Yes. So it, it doesn't matter <clears throat> where you are on whatever political spectrum or, or economic doctrine. I don't care. It's a matter of, are you trying to win at all costs or you're looking to have an actual proper discussion. And, you know, by the by the flunk spaghetti monster, it, there's more and more people, apparently, who just say, let's burn every bridge that we can ahead of us and we'll walk across it with our feet <clears> on fire and we'll just we'll just make it all the way across whether we like it or not. I'm 
probably screwing the metaphor completely up, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really much care because I'm really sick and tired of these people. Well, one of the biggest problems with people <clears throat> like that who are willing to win, you know, by by any means, by any and all means, is that if they rely on things like public opinion or public support to get them to that goal. They're playing with a very volatile, um, very volatile uh, deck because it could turn on them yeah. very quickly, and suddenly all the people you've got whipped up, you know, who support you, suddenly realize, oh my god, this guy is willing to do this. Yeah, we're gonna walk over here now, uh, away from you, because. It's Unfortunately, that's not happening happening nearly as often as it ought to be, though. No, it's not. And, you know, it, <laughs> with Joseph not being here, um, I think it's got a lot to do with that whole fear of no longer being in the in-group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Or but, Well, and, and I think a lot of the negative traits that we're seeing people displaying more i think people have the ones displaying those those traits have always been that way but they've always been told by everybody else that that's not acceptable and they've been sort of not they've been hiding it and all of a sudden you've got a jackass in power and in our case we now have one too who's emboldening people to be like oh he's like me so now I can be a jackass and people can't ride my ass about it the way they used to. So I'm going to basically come out of the racist asshole closet. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a, I'm, I'm sorry, real quick. There's no, a, there's a couple of items that uh, will probably get this, uh, get some people to, to kind of be on board about this. Um. I don't know if it's fan art or or if it's actual art art from a, from a comic, but there there's one that's making the circulations right now of um, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy who try to make their getaway, but Harley heard uh, a young girl screaming for help, and Ivy's just like I I don't I don't want to be dealing with this. This is not what we signed up for. The little girl shows up. She's a, a teen. This guy is coming after me, and I I, I don't want to be with him. And he's trying to get me into a corner and you know, all these things. And the guy shows up, Oh, you found my cousin. Yeah. You just let me go ahead and take her home and everything will be fine. And Harley's just like, Oh, we're not having any of that. I'm pretty sure the bad family won't have any problem with me knocking your teeth out. <laughs> the other one was when the Joker and this, I know this one is canon. When the Joker figured out that, Somebody that he was working with, and I think this was in the 50s, 40s, whatever the hell it was, was an actual Nazi. He went ahead and said, you all sit back. This one's mine. I may be a murderous psychopath, but even I've got standards. I'm paraphrasing here. And he went and he cleaned clock on that guy who turned out to actually be a Nazi. The point being is that he was fighting the Red Skull, and uh, it was it was one of the Marvel DC crossovers. Okay, and I believe the quote was, "I may be a criminally insane lunatic, but I'm an American criminally insane lunatic." 
something to that extent. But the point of it is, there's a line of decorum. There is, there there is a a, a certain. No, that's the, that's the only way that I can really describe it. There's a line of decorum that has always been there, but in recent, it's just not. It's been completely trampled over. Well, uh, goose stepped over, one might say. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, let's look at. Um, now, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm pulling this from from movie fiction or whatever. But uh, you look at the classic days of the mafia. Racketeering, okay. Gambling, sure. Uh, rum running or bootlegging, of course. Drugs, no. Yeah. The classic families, at least as I recall, they had a line that you do not cross. Well, that was even addressed in The Godfather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... Okay, but so I, I see it in The Godfather, yeah. but I'm like, okay, is that actually what happened, or were they trying to do a moral standpoint in the movie? Like, I, I don't know because I, I honestly I don't know much about uh, mafia history against yeah. you know what I've seen on TV. Um, but if that was true, then yeah, you know, like. Yes, we we do this, we do that, but even we have a line that we don't cross. Yeah, or oftentimes you would again, I don't know how accurate it is, but there's the the mythology that it when it comes to the mafia, you know, women and children are are off limits, right? Like you don't mess with a man's family. You can well, kill him. But you don't mess with the man's family. Now that could be completely well, fictitious as well. But you know, to be fair, I I have a friend in Jersey. I haven't talked to him in quite a few years though. But uh, he and I were talking quite a bit back when the the Sopranos were on. Mm-hmm. So you know, naturally, it came up in conversation. And of course, the Sopranos are a completely fictitious family. But on one of the piers in Jersey, there there is a family that is kind of running things. And people do pay a fair percentage. Now, granted, it's it's still a percentage, but they don't drive them out of out of business. But if anybody comes in there looking to make make trouble or do things uh, that the family doesn't approve of, they don't last very long. Mm-mm. So, yeah, I, again, I, I think there is, like you said, in, in some instances, there is a line of decorum. You know, which, yeah, the. Well, and put it this way, here, here's an example that we know exists. And if somebody is convicted of um, pedophilia, child molestation or having child porn, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, every other criminal, whether it's a, a murderer, even a rapist, will will consider that guy to be scum. So even though it's an awfully low bar, it's still a line that's drawn in the criminal community. Right. Because yeah. even for them, the line is you oh God. I'm gonna uh, all right, I'm gonna screw with I'm gonna screw with the with the with the F bomb straight off the bat. Yeah, go for it. You mm-hmm. don't fuck with the innocent. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 one thing to take money it's one thing to take stuff but to intentionally fuck up a kid and them for the rest of their life no man just no 
And I mean, even when it comes to murder, like a, a criminal can sort of in their own head justify, well, this person wronged me or this person was disrespectful or whatever. If it's an adult, they can they can fabricate some sort of lack of innocence for that person, which obviously in a court of law doesn't fly. But in the criminal society, if somebody says, well, you know, well, my ex-wife, um, I, I'm positive she was cheating on me. So I was justified in, in killing her. Like, they can come up with crap like that. But nobody can come up with a justification for harming a child. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, we know full well that more and more and more and more in this age of information we know full well the the information about kids specifically being wronged you know what see this is this is me not feeling not feeling good because i'm whitewashing all this now kids getting molested by it doesn't have to be specifically the Catholics uh-uh. kids being molested by authority figures. Let's just call it that because that's really what it is. Cause we've heard of police doing it. We've heard of police pulling people over and raping women in their cars late at night so that they don't have to get a ticket for whatever the hell of a thing of it is. Yep. Yes. We've heard of this one. Um, religious uh religious people sure bosses bosses we've we've heard uh, we've heard the gambit up down left right it doesn't matter when doesn't matter where but you can't in this day and age in the information age there is paper trail even a hundred to three hundred years plus back, there is a paper trail. It's easier to sort it out these days because you can collate a whole bunch of stuff so much faster. But there's still information out there. Sooner or later, it'll all come out. So, people who go ahead and say, "Perfect example." I only got a mil a one million dollar loan from my father. <laughs> sooner or later, that information can be verified because sooner or later somebody's gonna go ahead and say, I don't care if I never have a job in this town again. Here's the information. Jimmy Olson, here you go. Here's your paperwork. Have at it. Mm-hmm. Or I, mean, I never drank till I blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, what was uh, what was I, the code name? Deep Throat. Yep. Listen, all, all all I can say is I like beer. <laughs> we we all like beer. Uh, um, you you wanna you wanna rephrase that? Oh hush! You I have I have Shisha doesn't like beer. <laughs> I have physically. I know I hate beer. Enjoy too. a beer. Granted, you were sampling, you were conducting an experiment of yourself, uh, but still, I have seen you enjoy a well, beer. Well, so no, don't even go there. No, 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 wait a minute. Let's, let's well, be fair about it. Okay, granted, this, this... Granted, granted, you did have a lot of garbage 
Guys, the, the statement's false anyway because I fucking hate beer. That's <laughs> fine. I, no, that's, that's fine. We'll go with that. So, uh... Yeah, um, by I'm... the way, I was just going to backtrack to Stephanie's comment when yeah, we were talking ahead. about the criminals and the fact that they will do nasty things to child molesters. She said the criminals have a higher standard of morality than our current governments. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Well, you know, that's that's something that I observe. I want to say that's more of a human nature thing rather than a governmental right or wrong thing. Because again, you bring up uh, you bring up the mafia, hmm. and yeah, they'll they'll as far as they're concerned, nobody that's in the mafia is innocent. But yeah. their their wives, their children, they aren't in the mafia. The individual is. Yeah. And and you know, with that, that's another thing. Um, but yeah, as far as say mol uh, molesters who end up in the court system, you know, oh, but governments these days are very much of the sort to oh, but we got to protect his rights and shit. Well, whereas even criminals adhere to some form of justice, whether it be somewhat more natural than yeah. uh, institutionalized. And I think that's where a lot of th this, this absolutionism of, of rights, you know, people who nowadays say, well, you know, well, this guy has rights too. I'm like, if he's been, if this person's been convicted of a crime, as far as I know, they only have three rights. No, two: the right to remain silent and the right to an attorney. Past that, well, they technically, really they, they unless they've been given the death penalty, they have the right well, to live. Yeah, I mean, let's let's free. let's not no, it's not blanket term here because there have been many situations where people have been falsely accused and even falsely convicted. Mm -hmm. of crimes that they did not commit. True enough. People who have served damn near life sentences for crimes that they did not commit. Yeah. And that is, that is unfortunate, you know, and be it if, you know, if it was just bad evidence at the time or if it was um, a lawyer or a state prosecutor trying to prove themselves for an upcoming election, because that's how you keep your job is to stay popular and show that, see, I'm doing this. My name got in the papers. Oh, the person was innocent. Well, my name got in the papers. Yeah. And that's, that's got a, a that's got an official term for it, which is misconduct. And, I think that's probably a good place for us to uh, take this rabbit hole and just kind of burrow down with that just a little bit. That is something that is we've heard of, we've seen, as Joe said, there are people who have spent the equivalent of life sentences, you know, 20 years in prison. And in some cases, it could be justified because of the information that was available at the time. For instance, we know full well that back in the day, you had fingerprints and you had blood typing, which is not necessarily um, ironclad for anything. 
compared to what we know now. Well, yeah. But, but to give you an idea, um, since since we're since we're talking into the medical area, you know what's happening. So <laughs> let's 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 kind of backtrack this one just a little bit. Bridget, you of uh, out of most of us would know a little bit better. The idea of DNA testing, we know full well has been a big splash over probably the last 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. There have been there have been times where people have been exonerated because DNA testing has now come to the fore and we're no longer working with blood typing any longer. Of which, how many blood types are there? Um, especially four. <laughs> so it's entirely possible for somebody to be, uh, let's say, have a, a, a bloody nose and get, get, a, get a nosebleed somewhere and somebody else who was involved with let's say a, a an assault and they had the same blood type and matched uh, certain visual parameters because uh because you know personal well, recollection is just so good well and they wouldn't even even had to have a bloody nose all it would take would be the actual perpetrator to have the same blood type which is possible no yeah. which which is exactly my point Whereas yeah. now, it, it, you could you could conceivably say that if you were to go by blood type, at worst you'd have a twenty five percent chance of having the right person selected by blood type. Mm, no, that's not really accurate. <laughs> I, well, I, I know, I know for well that there are very different different percentages of the population with each blood type. But if it were all even you could conceivably have a 25% chance at random if the populace was all randomized and it was 25% across the board. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, we know full well that that's not the case. I know, I know. But go with me on this one. You go from maybe 25% narrowing it down by blood type to what would you narrow it down with DNA testing these days? About ninety nine percent. I mean, it's still not a hundred, but it's awfully damn close. And you could, you could conceivably um, even differentiate between uh, twins, as I recall. You can. Um, I'm, you know, speaking mainly to people who have uh, chimerism and things like that, which does happen, yep. where people have different yep. DNA in their saliva than they do in their blood. It's rare, but it's out there. See, if you want to go ahead and get yourself a good hid person, that's what you want. <laughs> you want somebody who's a freak of nature like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I get the feeling that's um, rare would be an understatement, I'm assuming. Yeah, but it has happened in some criminal cases before. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, yes. I'm not discounting that. I, I'm just trying to think, you know, the, the probability of it. Um, well, that's why I'm saying 99% awfully damn close to 100, but not 100. I mean, nothing's yeah. going to be 100%. Yeah, so, Which, so, somehow I get the feeling if uh, if you actually ended up nailing one of those people, like like actually convicting them, mm-hmm. uh, you should go and buy a lottery ticket the next day because if you're that lucky – just hope it sticks around for one more, one more go. Definitely would make for a really good, 
paper on that. And uh, Stephanie's right. Scientists never admit to 100%. That's true. That's true. And that's 100% of the time. Except it's yeah. not, because we know full well there are some kooks out there. You know what? Well, let's okay. take that. Let's take that angle. Yeah, you, you say kooks. Uh, I would not classify them as scientists. Yep. Uh, let's go with yeah. the let's go with the easy one. Mister uh, Quantum himself. Deepak Chopra. <laughs> yes, we can all stick that in dark quantum. <laughs> You know, but I would I would say as far as you know forensic cases and things like that that um, DNA is reliable, and yeah, it has exonerated some people before. And unfortunately, we have some people in the criminal justice system that really don't give a shit, even if it exonerates people. And that yes. is the biggest problem: is that oh, geez, uh, where have we seen this before? Can am. Or even in the face of the facts of the evidence that would exonerate yeah. anything, no, he's still guilty. He's still guilty because mm-hmm. I say so. I said, um, oh, I yeah, I invested in the trial, and it, like it's prosecutors. Yep. You're like I, I invested in this. I worked so hard on this prosecution, and in some cases, depending on the case, may have got them elected to that position. Yeah. in the first place um, and they don't want to ever admit that they may have made a mistake Stephen Kingbrook Texas governor yeah Stephen King yeah. what the hell was it um, oh it was done into a movie uh, Christopher Plummer the Green Mile? The Sheriff. no 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 um, it was about a uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption no it, it was about a mother who was trying to protect her daughter and had allegedly uh, killed her husband. And the sheriff, uh, the sheriff was so proud of himself because he, he was retiring with a, with a 32 for 32 record. Uh. Um, uh, it had Kathy Bates and um, uh, Dolores Claiborne. Thank you. That's the one, you know, that sheriff, he was bound and determined to make sure that the, the conviction stuck when it turns out that wasn't the case at all. Yeah. Uh, he ended up actually killing himself in an accident, but because of all the circumstances, he convicted uh, Dolores, uh, and he was going to, that's the hill he would die on, but in light of new evidence and new testimony, and what did he keep saying? But this is the truth! You know, and he, he kind of said it... Um, well, honestly, I think if, if if Mr. Plummer had actually done it with the same intensity of, oh, say, you know, Bill O'Reilly would, he probably would have dropped dead of a heart attack from, you know, trying to talk so loud. But, and and this is where I have a huge problem with this whole thing of, of elected people for law enforcement. Yeah. Especially if they're elected by the people. Yeah. Well, because, this- because they're not serving the law anymore. They're serving their voter base. Yeah, there's it, it goes both ways because yes, you elect judges. You don't always have we 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 don't we don't elect judges. They've been trying to push it to elect judges, yeah, but, but we, uh, we it don't work do like that. that. Yeah, we elect prosecutors too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know what? Um, 
uh, what was that? We did an episode a while back. It was like, yeah, and that's dumb too. Yeah, we don't do that either. You know, it, it's and, and another case that comes to mind that where one narrative was pushed beyond belief was uh, the Ayers Rock incident, um, where uh, the dingo ate my baby. Mm. And they put that poor woman through absolute hell for no bloody reason. <coughs> and, oh, well, um, Dowlin, yeah. excuse me, remember uh, just a few years ago, the uh, coroner who put all of those parents in jail for child abuse, and he was fudging his forensic evaluations because he just believed in his gut that there must have been abuse. And so he fabricated all of these um, autopsies of, of children and put parents in jail whose children had died of natural causes or accidental death yep. because he just decided that it must have been abuse. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Stephanie is uh, saying we elect MPs uh, who appoint a chief justice who then handles our justice system. And this is the part that I find really, really good and really important. Mm -hmm. Judges are appointed and can be demoted if they prove unsuitable. Yep. That's a piece that's really important. Um Something that we do not have here in the United States in our uh, in our governmental makeup, and something that is in a lot of others, the no confidence vote. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, do, pretty, do we know that one? <laughs> we do, and yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure we carried that from English law, but I'm glad what we did. Okay. For sure. Okay. And okay. and also, um, just quickly too, with judges, um, our Supreme Court justices must retire at 75. That's not bad. No. Okay. So um I I, I know I might be asking a little bit much of sure, either sure. you guys, but yes, Joe. Uh just quick um just a quick caveat. We don't have a way for, say, the person who appoints a judge to remove a judge from the Supreme Court, but we do have impeachment. Uh, Supreme Court justices are uh, can be impeached. Yes, but that's that's a different matter than uh, the no confidence idea. True. True. Okay. So, um, you guys up north, uh, I may be asking a little bit much of you on this one, but. Can you give a, a real quick basis as far as to how no confidence works up there? Uh, I know how it works with the House of Commons and um, like the prime minister, for example. Mm -hmm. Now, the prime minister could be ousted in a vote of no confidence at any time. Now, that's less likely to happen if they have a majority yep. in the House of Confidence or in the House of Commons. But if for instance, there was a minority government, which means that um, the the prime minister's party did not quite get a majority of seats, but the, the second party um, decided to support them. If everyone else but 
the prime minister's party says, N -n -n -n, you suck, and they vote non-confidence, the governor general will step in and call an election immediately. Yeah. And that and, could happen. That could happen after they've had two days in office. And actually it did. Um, yep. The yep. first time, the first time Stephen Harper of the conservative party was elected, um, it was a minority government and uh, smiling Jack Layton from the NDP who had been voted into the official opposition was immediately on the attack looking for a non-confidence vote. And I mean, he hammered them from day one. And I think, what was it in three years, we had three elections or something like it, it yeah. was insane. And it eventually got to the point where the other two parties had lost so much credibility from this consistent hammering of the party that Harper's conservatives eventually won, not the majority, but like all but a handful of seats in the house. Yeah. Like the public Which is finally unfortunate. Said, well, I don't know. At, I supported it. I was like, you know, vote the guy out, man. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I, I voted for Chrétien back in 93 when I first was actually, mm -hmm. when I was in a stable enough residence to actually vote. Um, yes. And that was actually the same year Ralph Klein became premier of Alberta. Um, I voted for him and I voted for him uh, two more times because as far as I could tell, he was doing a pretty good job. But towards the end, of course, he got caught in some political skullduggery, mm -hmm. basically one scandal after another, <clears throat> and he basically left in shame. Harper, same thing. He started off, things were looking relatively good, but a decade later, again, his party, it started to show cracks. It started to show scandal, favoritism, things that happen when you become too complacent in being in government for too long. Yes. And now we have a liberal government again. And I was actually talking with, uh, with a, uh, a fellow, well, actually not fellow cause I'm not, um, an author that, um, I came to admire, um, Arlene Rodasky. And she'd been talking about a certain, uh, member in the U S government who had a, basically she said that this guy needed Toastmasters really badly. And then I brought up the joke. I, I brought up the whole thing about Trudeau. And if you've ever heard this guy speak, I can't stand listening to him speak. I know oh. it, it's 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 blah 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 Oh, I mean, but, I, and I think Trudeau has some good ideas, and I know people criticize him a lot. I'm not enamored with the guy, but I think he's better than some people give him credit for. But I can't, like, listening to him speak is torture. Well, it's so torture, because I like to think I'm a reasonably good speaker. I mean, I talk all the time, <laughs> and I, I, used, I used to train people. And get paid to talk to people all day. And I, I must have done reasonably well because they sent me to other countries to do it. So I must have done okay. And it just drives me batty that he, like, okay, Conestoga College offers a public speaking class. He should take it. <laughs> he should have taken it before he ran for office, if you ask me. Yes. And the, the icing on the cake of this was a, a day later on Facebook. What do I see? Uh, I see a post from this hour has 22 minutes. <laughs> the Justin Trudeau drinking game. 
Yeah, yeah I, I just I, saw that. I'm like, <laughs> I saw that too. By the way, I'm like, um, holy crap. Yeah. Two, good name drop. Okay, so two items. Yes. One, uh, TTTF hype. Uh, was also asking, um, Toastmasters. Uh, sorry, they are a an organization that actually teaches you how to do public speaking without the us. Uh, how to project, how to enunciate, and how to present your ideas with confidence. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I missed two seminars uh, that were offered at work. Uh, one had a bit to do with a small hospital stay last year, you know, but yeah. just, just a little. Okay, so Toastmaster, literally a, we are gathered here today so that I can go ahead and put out this toast and show you how well I can do this without having my cue cards tonight. I, that I or so, I mean, and also <laughs> probably the best one how to phone it in without sounding like it yeah guys yeah I'd, I'd really love to learn how to do that tonight <laughs> yeah um they're a good thing I'll warn you <laughs> they're not cheap yeah I they have, have, a, have a good reputation though I've, I've looked at it before I thought maybe I could use it when I was uh, a much more active podcaster then I saw the price and went, mm, that's going to be like a, a year two Patreon stretch goal. Um, yeah. You know, if, if, if you like how I English, give me, give me green dollars so that I can go Toastmasters and learn to word better. Uh, <laughs> wait a no, 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 Dallin, Dallin, they want the brown dollars, not the green ones. Oh shit. The ones that actually, okay. I'm going to disavow this right now. I, uh, on the budget that I am and the fact that I use uh, interact for just whatever thing <laughs> I did finally get a hold of a hundred dollar bill. Not too long ago. Yeah. And it does not smell like maple syrup when you no, scratch. But some twenties <laughs> do I've smelt them. Okay. Some twenties do look the fact that people want to use those to try to sop up the syrup from their, their pancakes <laughs> and smitties. They're that's polymer. Their you can't, you can't sop anything with those suckers. They're, Moisture proof. Oh, God, and that reminds me. By the me way, TDTF says I talk good, like with words times spec. <laughs> yeah, and um, TD uh, brand dollars. Remember, in Canada, all of the uh, all of the paper money is different colored. It's, so it's polymer money now. Yeah. With with little win windows and holograms and stuff. Well, and considering I just and stuff. Hey, considering I did an art, I did a news report last week uh, on my show on Second Life about a guy who bought cotton paper at Walmart, who got uh, a realistic money image from Pinterest, went to Staples or one of those kinds of things. And printed off several thousand dollars worth of several denominations of American money. Folks, it's time to, um, look, I, I get the tradition thing. I really do. Um, the reason we went with whatever the hell it is we have now is to help avoid counterfeiting. Yep. It might be time to start thinking about that. Yeah, we'll have an easier time getting rid of our friggin' pennies, but that's a whole other thing yeah. for later. Yeah, right, the, so, trust me, life without pennies is much nicer. Yeah, it's true enough. All right, so um, oh, for for the chat folks, um, here's a nice photo of Canadian money. 
in all its rainbow goodness. And the white spots on the uh, right-hand side, uh, it's not white. It's actually transparent. With little holographic pictures and little windows. Yeah. Short of electric circuitry running through this stuff. Um, yeah. It's... And and you see the little the little maple leaves on the side. Mm -hmm. If you shine a red laser pointer through that sucker, it projects the denomination on the wall. Shit! <laughs> I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You have to play. You have to play with you know the spacing and whatnot, and and get a good surface for it. But yeah, I I've done it. Yeah, I got uh, I got one for you over here. Uh, let me put this over here for you. <laughs> Furry Canadian money. <laughs> yes. From Hold on. From Fernal Equinox, of course. Yeah, that's the Equinox. Canadian, in the Canadian convention. Yeah, in, in dog, dog we trust. <laughs> nice. And don't forget, there's a there's a little uh, Timmy Ho Ho down here. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we got the little Timmies. Yeah. Cup there. What does it say? Governor General of Canada. Yep. Governor General du Canada. My my Canada. French. I can't. I can't. I can't speak. Oh man! It, it, it's got one of the corgis. So yeah. If, if it ever turned out that the, the Governor General or some major political figure turned out to be a furry, oh my god. That would be hilarious. Well, I'll tell you this much. Everything you hear on social media, everything you hear on CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, and all those would stop dead. Because yep. that's all they would talk about. Yep. And Damn it. it. Maybe. Oh, man. We got to get some like real dork from the legislature to do that. Just take one for the team. I get a better idea. We we got two people here oh. looking to run for president pretty soon. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, if only we could get Stockwell Day to do that. That would be classic. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my domestic policy, fuck you. International <laughs> policy? My, no, no, no. My foreign policy? Oh. Fuck you. Shit, if we gave him enough booze, I bet we could get Doug Ford to do it. I don't know if I'd want to. Uh, <laughs> as, as a member of said fandom, I would be distancing <laughs> okay. myself. Okay. A whole lot. Okay, fair look, enough. Look, I got nothing against drunk furries. I am one. I have been one. Joey can attest to this. It's true. But there's a difference between a drunk furry and a total asshole furry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is. It's It, it, is. it can be a thin margin at times, but yeah. you are correct. You are, you are right. Some people yeah. are. We, we are, every demographic has its drunken idiots and its assholes. It doesn't matter where you look. Yes. By no. the way, it, to, to, to be back on topic slightly, when we get to, to Doug Ford and dishonesty, um, have you noticed Talon? I don't know if you pay much attention to the goings on over here, but mm. he keeps trying to bribe us with alcohol. I heard about the buck of beer thing, and I thought there's no well, way in hell he's pulling that's, that off. That's the one. Well, he got one company to do it, and it lasted for like two weeks. Yeah, remember. So it's already that. gone. But now, you know, his new one. That he's, he's no. All oh right. he he's going to make uh, drinking in public parks legal. Why? Okay, Be Wait. before I comment on that, um, the buck of beer. Do you do you remember the beer company that did it? No, I can look it up though. Uh, I, I'm just curious, just exactly what brand of horse piss actually. Yeah, I know, eh? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> 
Uh, I've got Pep's Blue Ribbon on my mind. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know. Doesn't really much. Yeah, what do so, we get for you? Just ask me. What do you have? <laughs> um, it was Cool Beer Brewing Company, based in Etobicoke. So it's not even a known brand. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure not even Thumbprint. What? Actually, you know what? I'm going to go to well, Thumbprint tomorrow. Oh, oh, and President's Choice is going to bring back the President's Choice brews for a dollar. DDTM knew the knew the beer, so it's not like nobody knows it. Uh huh. <laughs> well, um, isn't it nice? Cool lager. You know what? Let's all right. Let's let's use. Let's use for the younger for a couple of seconds. <laughs> for the alive, more like. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, in case. Um, still of the beating heart. If, uh, lucky for him, I suppose. Uh, for those that don't remember, or more importantly, for those that don't follow politics uh, just north of the border, Rob Ford's brother was the ma- mayor. Of Toronto, right? No, Doug, Doug Ford's brother Rob was the mayor of Toronto. Okay, sorry, sorry, yeah, gonna go. That's okay. Um, he was not a nice person. No, no. he's horrible. Okay. And it's it's pretty bad when even out west. Uh, just so, yeah. just for everybody watching, um, heretic woman and I basically live on either side of the country. Yeah. Yes. Uh, by plane, it is roughly four and a half hours uh, for Flight. me, and yes. that's chronologically. I mean, there's the whole losing and gaining hours. But if you were to yeah. start a stopwatch on takeoff and land, you're looking at about four and a half hours. Yes, or just enough time to get through uh, one Star Wars movie, one MCU movie, a couple of drinks, and a nap. Not that I know anything about those kind of trips or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, or three trips through TSA. Got it. Okay, so. <laughs> The short version, um, he did bad things. Yes. He was, uh, amongst other things, he was, if memory serves, caught red-handed snorting coke. Smoking crack on camera. Okay. But I never inhaled. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he definitely definitely inhaled. Um, Yeah. Possibly dealt drugs as well. Um, yeah, um, accused of sexual harassment in his office. Uh, just all oh, well, where else are you gonna do it? Horrible, nasty things. Well, and and so one of his female employees, uh, and this is this is probably sums up who he is best of anything she she accused him of propositioning her for oral sex as her boss and when he was accosted by some reporters shortly when this this news came out um they they got him in his parking garage heading into his office and you know mayor ford mayor ford what do you think of these allegations that you proposition this woman for oral sex his response was, I'm a married man. I have enough to eat at home. Thanks. So, whoa. Yeah. He said so, that on national television. Yeah. So, uh, 
by the way, before I continue down that uh, that rabbit hole, just a little bit from Paris, as was mentioned. Good morning, Joseph. Good to have you. Bonjour. Bonjour. Just giving you a little intro theme there. Well, thank you. What was mentioned? Well, I I mentioned uh, earlier that uh, wasn't sure if you were going to be making it, but they came to your defense and basically said, dumbass, you know that he shows up every once in a while, right? (laughs) Well, have you guys done Daylight Savings Time yet? No, Did not guys, yet. Not yet. Okay, so you can't use that as an excuse. Okay. No. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, I was trying to help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm pretty good oh, at digging the, my own grave. By it's, the way, um, um, Dallin, there was <laughs> one more brewery that participated in Bucket Beer. Um, somebody called Barley Days Brewery. And they, they offered Loon Lager. There. Yeah, well, I, am, I am going are, to. There's a yes, this yes, craft. There. There's yeah. a craft beer store not too far from where I live. Uh, I've talked about it before. I want to go check this place out. There you go. But yeah, um, so Rob Rob Ford was a horrible, nasty man, and um, now we, even though he was a horrible, nasty man, he, you know, it's awful. He got cancer. Because we don't want anybody to get cancer. But he did pass away. And Doug Ford is his brother. Who actually ran for mayor when Rob Ford had to withdraw from the mayoral race. Because he was ill. And did not win. But which now I'm kind of wishing he had won. Because then he wouldn't have been able to run for premier. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. But yes, he is now the equivalent of the governor of Ontario, which is the premier. Okay. So the point that I was going to go with is we have somebody who dead to rights, know exactly full well what this guy was doing was Mm -hmm. illegal. Dead to rights. There's no two ways about it. Could you make an argument that he didn't proposition Okay, let's let's just say that one didn't happen because we don't have video for that one. It didn't it didn't get investigated because he got sick and died basically. Well, even even so, but dead to rights on the crack and it, which if if memory serves, crack cocaine in Canada is still what's the word I'm looking for illegal. Oh yes, yeah. Okay, <laughs> very so, much so. But these people, and not just Mr. Ford, but people all the freaking time, not 100% of the time, but seemingly all the time. Let's let's go with the 99%, shall we? Even if they're dead to rights, wrong, the claim that they weren't. Mm-hmm. With, with not even a blink. He said, even though the video was out there, he denied ever yeah. smoking crack. I remember that. I remember and said that the video was didn't exist, or it was fake, or all this crap. And and yeah, I re- no. I remember even on, even on this side of the border, you know, because you know, spillover from the the TV from from you guys, which by the way, thank you, mm. you know, Red <laughs> Green Rick Mercer. Yeah, that, that was pre-Trump, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes, it was. And wow. the, well, the the thing of it is, 
we have more than enough people who in any capacity, whether just a regular citizen being brought up on whatever civil charges, uh, all the way up through every level of freaking government, where whether you are whether you are guilty or not, I'm trying to find the right term for, to, to do this right. People will go ahead and say, I didn't do it. I didn't I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. You can't prove anything. Thank you. Matt Groening. You dick. <laughs> nothing personal. It's just, hey, hey, hey. There's nothing wrong with loving The Simpsons. I, I, I loved Matt Groening even before The Simpsons. He had a series called Life in Hell. Rabbits from Los Angeles. And now he's got a new one called uh, Disenchantment on Netflix. Yeah, I've been meaning to check that out. It's got good reviews. It's not bad. Uh, I've watched a couple of episodes. It's uh... Look, I don't know how much Netflix is paying you. (laughs) What? By by the way, what's today's topic? Dishonest people. And has that ever mattered? Um, okay. Exactly. All right. Just hold that thought one second, Bridget. Uh, how about we just do it the easy way and we just uh, kick you the hell out and okay. be done with it? Okay. Sounds good. Sure. <laughs> you go take care of your ferrets and and we'll talk about it later. Okay. She's gonna fall asleep, so the ferrets are gonna take care of her. Close enough. Probably you take care of yourself, honey. <laughs> okay. Good night. Later. All right. So at, at night, the night weasels come. <laughs> Thank you. ZZ Top is in my head now. Thank you very much. <laughs> How? The tube snake boogie. You're welcome. Wow. Okay. You got no, me there. No carpet snakes? Uh, okay, so these people go ahead and they, they just insist, left, right, and center. And they simply sidestep the question. They will couch their I didn't do it in why would I ever want to? They will deflect every opportunity that they can so that they're not later caught in the big lie of, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And they'll, they'll use every, what was it that he said? I, I eat enough. I have enough, I have enough to eat at home. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, by the way, uh, was not exactly a, a, a thin individual, as I recall, right? No, no, he wasn't. Yeah, so, you know, he, he wants to be a bastard that way. That's entirely fine. But that's the biggest problem, isn't it? The people that will completely say, they, they will not deny directly. They will not say, no, 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 no. They will use every other squirm tactic in the book. Yes. Yes, because at that point, by saying, I have enough to eat at home, he's sounding like he's denying it. But if he was pressed on the detail, he could legitimately say, I never said I didn't. Exactly. And we have that going back a, a, a week or two. You know, we had all of that going on with the uh, well, look at the look at Cap- Yeah. 
Well, look at uh, the one um, senator that asked him, uh, what was it if she asked him if he'd ever drank until he blacked out? And he's like, oh, well, have you? Yeah, completely sidestepped. It That's not an answer. answer. <laughs> and That's, we've seen. That's kindergarten. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Yes. Definitely Supreme Court material right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. In, fir- in first grade, maybe. <laughs> I, I think we're out doing idiocracy. I'm sorry, but if we end up having Supreme Courts in the student council, we have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> if well, they actually do better than the real Supreme Court, we've got a, trust me, you've got a real big issue. Yep. Uh, hey, and I don't Supreme, know. Those Supreme Court nominees, they've been groomed for like decades, huh? Probably, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Stephanie makes a good point, and I agree. She said evasion equals guilt, in her opinion. Well, there is a reason why they made sure that, you know, Supreme Court, the the station of Supreme Court justice was a for life position because they didn't expect you to live that freaking long. Yeah, well, that's true, too. Well, in, in, to be fair, as I've understood it, I was taught that the senators that we have in the U.S. have a six year term. Um, Congress is. Two and four? Two years. Try to remember all, too much of this crap. And the, the, the idea was that Congress could be swayed too much because they're there for such a short amount of time. Two Senators, and two. Sorry? Two and two, Nispa. Because, like the elections in November, uh, they they can turn both the the House and the uh... right. No, am I wrong? Um, the elections in November, it's for both uh, both both levels of Congress. Right. So, uh, Congress, uh, I, I've forgotten if it was two or four years. I think it's two. I'm asking for me, yeah. not to correct you. Senator, yeah, senators, um, six okay. years. Yeah, but I think what they do is they they. Uh, they offset them like for different states. That's what it says. I just, um, this is from uh, Wahlberg.house.gov. It says members of the House of Representatives serve two year terms and are considered for re election every year. Um, senators, however, serve six year terms and, and elections to the Senate are staggered over even years so that only about one third of the Senate is up for re-election during any election. Correct. So the way it was explained to me was Congress, because they're in for such a short amount of time, they can't really screw stuff up for too long because the Senate is there for a longer term. They don't necessarily need to be beholden to anyone because they're there for a longer term. They can guide things and buffer stuff so that things move a little bit smoother. And the highest court is their lifetime so that they are not beholden to anyone in order to get re-election in any way, shape, or form. The problem now that we've got is, like we were saying earlier, the idea of the decorum of actually going for the honest position, the facts, the the capital T truth of what's supposed to be going on is no longer important so long as you claw your way up to that top tier. At that point, well, you can 
finally take all the window dressing out of the out of the place and show everybody exactly what you're behind because who's going to stop you and this is where it comes all together if there's a if there's no way for us here to do a no confidence for anyone because there is no no confidence system in place the only way of getting somebody out because well for whatever reason is not if we don't like them or if we don't like the policies that they're going with it would be for official mismanagement of their office which was what i was talking about earlier also of what uh shit, what was the word misconduct official misconduct mm-hmm. it's the only way which means you can do any freaking underhanded thing that you want so long as it's just shy of getting you you know brought up on official charges yeah not like we haven't seen that in certain offices right now yeah yeah so and who's who's to say we can't be beholden to somebody for our entire lives i mean well, th- see, like I said, the way it was, the way it was explained to me for our government over here, that was the idea, that people who are in for a short amount of time could be swayed because they have to get reelected so often, they'll get money from whomever, and they, mm. you know, they, they're going to owe them. So... The senators are in less often, so they have more time they don't have to be beholden so if senators are in for six years why not make the congressman in for, for four i don't know personally That's, i would much rather uh not worry about the length of the term so much as the cap on the number of terms but that's just me yeah yeah I, it just seems to me like uh, two years with a possibility of being up for election every damn year would mean that you get very little done. Yeah, which is, again, one of the reasons why, you know, so, you're constantly like, looking to get yourself money to campaign, so... Yeah, so, like, what's the point? Like, you're... Because at that point, you're more focused on keeping the office than actually doing anything with it. And therein lies the problem, isn't it? Because I actually see now, because we have the non-confidence option, I'm actually relatively comfortable with us not having term limits for the prime minister. That, that, because as far as I'm concerned, if he's doing a decent job now, granted he could get voted in, even though he's not because people are stupid, but still, if he was doing a decent job, I don't see a problem with him getting reelected and reelected like the original Trudeau who was reelected numerous times and I think did a pretty good job as far as politicians go. Um, so as long as we have the ability to go, whoa, 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 that was a major screw up. You're out of here. Yeah. I'm okay with that because you, it, have again, the, you, mm-hmm. you have the same faith as me that other people aren't stupid. But, um, you know, we really, really have to get a good sense. It's really hard for critical thinkers to get a hold of of the concept, not the concept. Yeah. Um, Like, like how many people can actually rationalize? How many people are behaving in a sheep-like manner? 
how many people I like might... uh, how do you how do you number that statistically yeah it's, uh, it's because when you're tough. setting up the rules you have to think about this shit yeah and stephanie says that's modern politics all about the office and nothing about the job very true yeah and that's it's... i want the corner one <laughs> yeah <laughs> with the view <laughs> and that's the problem isn't it get away with doing or saying whatever you can not not because you particularly want to sometimes but because you know well that people are just not going to do anything about it or they can't do enough about it to stop you and who's got stuff in the background that i'm hearing yeah somebody's watching cartoons yeah no i've got pop-ups coming through my headset and it's affecting my mic yeah um, okay I, I, th- I, guys... I heard it's affecting my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the movie? Uh, I think it was called Dave. Yes. 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 I, I didn't. I didn't see it. I'm, I'm saying yes because I remember. Yeah. Um. I think that actually says a lot. Um, yeah. It, it makes it makes kind of the state. It kind of drives home the statement where here you've got a guy who looked like the president and therefore had to be subbed in when the real president was injured. And it turns out that, you know, well, I'm just trying to reach out to the people. Well, we don't do that. Like, um, well, I'm the president now. Now you do. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, it was one that Eddie Murphy did where he ran for Congress. Uh, that is, yeah. It, millions. No, no, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking the wrong one. Yeah. But, but basically he, he gets yeah basically he gets into office and he starts learning sort of the inner machinations of things you know like what does it mean when they form a committee it means they're trying to dodge you what is it you know what does this mean what does that mean and it, and it turns out that oh yeah he was a con man who thought he could get in okay and one of the things he said afterwards is you know like I, i'm i'm a con man but but the shit y'all do in here puts me to shame Oh, and I believe it. You know, and honestly, I think it's it's got to be, it, it has to become less about the fact that, um, you know, look at me, I'm a judge. Well, okay. What are your, what do you stand for? What what are your plans? What are you, what are you going to do? What do you, what is it that you're going to bring to the table? Well, I'm a judge. Not helping. Yeah. No. Or, you know, or, or worse. Pattern matching. Yeah. Or worse. Sorry. Or worse. Whatever. I will say whatever it is, it's going to rile up the most amount of people that are going to the voting booth to select me. Yeah. And yeah. what I do after that? Whatever. Who knows? That's, yeah. that's really like lab rat like behavior. So if I take mm-hmm. it from this bowl, this is going to happen. You know, it's like, it's really weird. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe I should unpackage that. Well, look at Trump. So he gets elected. What's, what's the first first thing he does? He starts putting together all these executive orders. Yes. You know, to the, to the point where they became, you know, like meme fuel on, on YouTube and, and stuff, which is really sad that we've degraded to this point, but that's a topic for another time. 
but it was one executive order after another to try to get things fixed because that's what he wanted to do. He wanted he just, to get things fixed. Well, no, I wouldn't even say fixed. He just wanted to undo everything Obama ever did. Yeah. He wanted to rule by fiat instantly. Yeah. Yes. But what he found is that it doesn't work like that. Nope. And so now, and, and and I honestly, I think this is why, like when he goes to his speeches and stuff like that, you know, once in a while he'll throw in the crooked Hillary jibe to get the crowd riled up again. Yep. Because I think he, well, I remember there was an article or a quote somewhere saying that um, he had no idea, he vastly underestimated uh, how tough this job was going to be. Mm. I, I I wish I could source it, but uh, at, at this point I can't. But, you know, if it if he did say that, you know, it makes sense because I don't, he hasn't signed too many executive orders recently. You're dead. Um, he's, he's still bluster and blather, but with a lot less substance. Well, you know, now, now he. I don't hear much about all these days. I don't hear much about. Uh, a lot of the other things that he's he promised well, back in the day. He doesn't make any promises now. Now he just makes fun of people he doesn't like. Oh, my God. And, and, I, and I saw that, and I just thought, you know, uh, I, I, again, like I said, I, I, I'm i much more, you know, center left on things. That was appalling. Mm -hmm. That for, for a sitting president... To do something that heinous. I didn't even see it, and just hearing about it is he, enough to make me embarrassed. Oh, oh it, it was, I didn't was, I didn't see it either. I honestly I probably would have lost my shit if I'd have seen that. I've I've watched um a couple of YouTube journalists who've reported on it, and it was let me ask you. Hold hold it hold it right there. Don't don't, okay. don't even go any further than that. Just all right. You, you two. Mm -hmm. If this was the head of state in Canada, would there have been a no confidence? Oh, hell point? yes. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> if the guy was lucky. Yeah. Like, we are, okay, culturally speaking, Canada it tends to be pretty laid back. And in approximately four days, we're going to be even more laid back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll, we'll, that, we'll tell you all about that in the closing. Yeah. What is laid that? Back mean? Uh, uh, Relax. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say laissez faire, but very, um, you know, relaxed. We don't. Um, yeah. We don't, we don't fly get, off the handle at, at every we, little we, thing. Yeah, we don't get uptight about much. Yeah, we're not Quebec. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, that being said. Um, <sighs> But you know, but you also know the sport that Canada's famous for. And you know what happens during certain games of yes. said, said sport. Um, yes. And hell, in my hometown, you went to the fight hoping a hockey game would break out. Exactly. Which means we can lose our temper, and when we do, it ain't pretty. Wait a minute. Yeah. I thought you were talking about curling. <laughs> 
curling fights? Jeez. Put it this way. I have not if... seen a curling fight yet, but I would <laughs> no. pay money too. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That. They probably beat the crap out of each other with the brooms. <laughs> in, in Barrett, okay, somebody has to do that sketch. The trouble is and and they'd be rolling. They they'd be rolling all over the ice because they don't have skates on. So they're yeah. almost as yeah. bad as log bowling fights. Yeah, but, but then you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that one guy. You know, like the uh, the guy who curls in his spare time from BC, but he's actually a logger, and you know he could pick yeah. one of those rocks up and actually throw it at a guy. But if a head of state made fun of a sexual assault survivor, um, he would probably get jerseyed in the House of Commons. Oh. It would it would not be pretty, and the only to be honest, I think the only two people I could see right now who are in any kind of political office who would who would actually be willing to pull that shit is Ford, yes, and his sort of counterpart out here in Alberta, Jason Kenney, yes, uh, who is part of the United <laughs> Conservative Party or Pardon UCP, me. um. Uh, is very conservative. Uh, UCP is an amalgamation of the uh, progressive conservative and another party called uh, Wild Rose. Thank you, Wild Rose, uh, which is one of those grassroots, ultra conservative, mud daddy kind of kind of party. Yeah. Um, and of course, they're they're trying to bring back. Uh, they're trying to you know recapture the essence of uh, former and now late Premier uh, Ralph Klein. Who he did a lot of damage mm-hmm. when he was in office. He did he did major deep cuts, but the reason he did it is because he wanted to balance the provincial budget. Uh, we were spending far too much money on things that we we were writing checks we couldn't afford, we couldn't cash. Uh, we were we were, and to a large extent, we still are dependent on the royalties from oil companies drilling or mining in this case up, up North. Um, it's a very precarious position to be in because when the oil price tanks, we suffer a lot because all our eggs are in the oil basket. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just have to look at my brother to see, you know, how boom and bust things are. He, uh, he would always tell me, he would say, oh, you got to get into oil and gas. You got to get into the energy sector. You know, money, 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 money. And then I'm suddenly, I'm getting phone calls. Uh, let's see. First, I have to uh, give him my address and phone number because he's he's going in for some kind of criminal background check. I'm like, what the hell is this about? Oh, I lost my job and now I'm joining the commissioners. And I remember hanging up from that phone call and I just, I laughed all the way home. It, it's terrible for me to, to, to think that, but the, the, the simple fact is, you know, for all the telling about how good the energy sector is, like those prices tank and suddenly, especially the oil sands, it becomes not economically viable to go after it. Mm-hmm. it the, the technology involved to extract oil from the tar sands is very expensive to run but uh, to give you an idea of how much of a freak show kenny is Hmm. um the the some of the ladies that i i met out in alberta there they regularly protest places that kenny shows up oh yeah 
as dressed as handmaidens because he's that conservative. Um, they actually, when they first started, they would just dress up as handmaids and stand there. It was a silent protest. They actually had to make signs to to make it clear that that they weren't promoting handmaids because the people attending the rallies thought they were there in support of them. And that just goes to the collective ignorance of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But thinking about um, dishonesty with the politics again, another um, example springs to mind. And this is, this is from a few, few years ago, but it's a glaring example. I, I mentioned a fellow named Stockwell day earlier um, I forget what does he he doesn't have a cabinet position now, but he was uh what was he minister of safety or something under Harper? But he he's like an evangelical Christian. And years ago he actually ran for prime minister under the Reform Party umbrella, which is no more, but they were sort of a conservative slash libertarian sort of party um but he campaigned he ran for prime minister and his big thing was like he actually pushed his whole christianity crap as part of his campaign and his big thing was that i won't you know i'm so religious i won't campaign on sunday and so he made a huge deal out of not campaigning on Sunday while he had a film crew follow him and his family around while they weren't campaigning on Sunday. Famously having been filmed running a jet, a jet ski out somewhere because he wasn't campaigning that day. He was spending it with his family, you know? Yeah. Um, his career. Um, this was after, uh, let's see. Yeah. He was, uh, he was defeated in March, 2002, uh, from the Alliance. Uh, yes. he was defeated by Stephen Harper. Okay. Um, after that, uh, Harper appointed him as foreign affairs. Whoop. That's not just me then, huh? Nope. That's, that's Dallin. Wow, he's going to have a fun time taking a look at that later and see what he... <laughs> That's a mean face right there, man. Let me tell you. All right, I guess I guess we will see momentarily what ends up happening with that. Okay, um, let's see. He was Minister of Public Safety. And that was in 2006 to 2008 under Harper... Then he was moved to Minister of International Trade. Then he was President of the Treasury Board till 2011. And yeah, I think that's that's all of his uh, main offices. The others are local to Alberta. So yeah, but yeah, that that was the famous. You know, I was like, oh come on, can you lie any better than that? <laughs> Could oh, be. he he is gone. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it looks. I'm actually uh, uh, funny enough. 
he still shows up over in Discord. Hmm. So it could well, just be like a hangout. All right, we'll see him or something. Yeah, we'll find out. But yeah, Here so yeah, and 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 that's the kind of lie that I find pervasive in the conservative slash theistic set, because to them, it's it's kind of like people who think it's okay to lie for Jesus, right? Yeah. Oh. They're like, oh, well, yeah, technically it's not really true, but, you know, my intentions are noble and righteous, so it's okay that I deceive the the less than moral majority kind of thing, which is a total bullshit, of course. Can I, can I make another gentle yeah. reminder that I, I'm, I'm increasingly persuaded that a lot of these people have no idea what the concept of honesty really is i mean That's if you good. can't if you can't if you can't put two neurons together you know if you can't um, yeah if you can't think critically like how can you tell what's right or wrong you you can only you know compare like match a against b well there, the, there's no reasoning going on there see the problem of it is and and this is where it gets to be I don't know if it's scary or, or pitiable or, or both <laughs> or, or both. The question of, is it a better of that? They can't tell the difference or they know the difference and they completely sidestep it and rationalize it for themselves. That's, that's, that's exactly it because mm -hmm. are they intentionally doing it or are they, you know, are they aware of their own dishonesty? And if they're not aware of their own dishonesty, I mean like one of the others, um, or uh, disquieting, or, or it could be that they are, that they, okay, I'm going to use, I'm going to use a technical term for it. It could be that they are actually ignorant about whatever the topic actually is and not care so there is still a third yeah. there's still a third possibility in there now the problem yeah. is two of those i find i find the okay yeah, two of your cases there's there's people you know the people who are aware of what they're doing they are putting two and two together and the rest of your examples they aren't yeah so the people who don't know what the problem is and don't care, I think are not as bad as those that do know and intentionally rationalize it and say, screw it, I'm just going to do it anyway. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. totally with you. And I'd even go one step further in saying that, you know, people who can't rationalize, I almost see them as victims in a way. Yes. Yes. Because How many... How it, many takes, times have I... it takes work to stop people from transi transitioning to critical thought. Yeah. How many, how many times have I said it? You were taught wrong. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I've, I've said it so many times before. Those are the people for whom I feel, you know, okay, let me explain. Let us, let the, let the collected amount of information help to educate you so that you do know. And if you still disagree, that's a different matter entirely, but at least have the information to start off with. And yeah. welcome back, Dallin. By the way, uh, when you get the chance, you yeah. really need to see what your face looked like when, the <laughs> when you froze. On you because you were, you were very much uh, 
let's, let's see. You were very much. Yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, I, I, um, I finished. I finished the list of his uh, offices for you. Yeah, the I was right in the middle of speaking it, and all of a sudden it blue screened. Ah. Uh. So so then I hit I hit the the panic button on the tower, and it's like oh now we have to install new features. So it's, it's like, uh, it was almost like Windows saying, "You need an update." No, I can wait. You need an update. No, it can wait. You need an update now, boy. And yeah. it, it, Ubuntu. What's that? I... You need to switch to Ubuntu. Yeah. Ubuntu. I'll, I'll wait till my next uh, my next bonus when I can actually have a new when I can buy a computer that I can actually uh, fart around with that to do that, but uh, not right yeah. now. We'll just we'll just we'll just we we'll just, we'll just get you a spare hard drive. That's all. Yeah, five, but... five hundred gigs. You'll be fine. Yeah, like like I said, I refer back to the whole uh, wait for the next bonus because uh, yeah, I've been waiting twenty five years. Yeah, I, I'm not quite at the point where mac and cheese is a two course dinner, but there are weeks I get close. Fair enough. <laughs> so I, was... I recommend Stouffer's microwave in case you're wondering. Good to know. Good stuff. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Okay, so what what had come up as as you can probably figure. Was that we were saying that you know there's there's we, we it first said that there were two types of people, the ones who don't know and just spout off, and those that do know and in this case do know how to re, how to um, work through and, and understand a problem and know what is accurate. Let's just go with that because I'm paraphrasing now. Accurate and and correct, you know, know how to value judgments, make value judgments. And intentionally, intentionally lie about it. And that's why I'd said that you know there's the third, the ones that don't know how and don't care. Mm -hmm. And that's where I had gone ahead and said that the ones who do know but intentionally lie, those are the worst of the group, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. If they, if they did care, they would learn how. Yeah. Mespa. I'll go with that. Maybe. May we? <laughs> so where? God damn it! See, I, I got a problem now because after I did an OS on my uh, OS upgrade on my computer system, hi, which was all kinds of. I, I've got problems. My clock is no longer on the top of my screen over here. It's now all the way over there. So I, I have to. And is it nineteen seventy one? I have fingers for you. Well, if it no. was nineteen, if it was nineteen seventy-one, I'd have to disappear. Careful, Shujin. We don't want to see Tall Man again. <laughs> what? You said I have fingers for you. I can imagine one, <laughs> Mister Fingers. Yeah. Mister Rogers, oh. Tall Man. There you go. <laughs> I don't. Whoosh, wow. I see whoosh, okay. I see okay. I, can, I, 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 I see the top of Shushin's head, and I see the joke just zipping by and low orbit. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the, the, the ship that the joke is on is being being piloted by Jeb Kerbal, but that's another story entirely. Yeah. There goes the yeah. ISS. Yeah. And there goes David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, I've. Uh, I've actually played with Linux, with Linux in the past. I've, I've actually run uh, Ubuntu on uh, on older machines, and like I said, um, I'm looking to do an upgrade later, uh, probably early next year. 
at which point this machine will be retired and will probably become a dedicated Linux box. It actually, it, 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 yeah, I was being um, kind of tongue in cheek because it actually yeah. depends on um, what software you run because yeah. everything seems to hinge on that. Because I have to use Windows 2 for architecture. Uh, some, yeah. some architecture software, they just don't develop for Ubuntu. Yeah. And uh, okay. speaking of Linux, I don't know if uh, you guys have heard about this. Let's not go there, though. <laughs> apparently, in, uh, in one of the Linux... I'm for bringing up Ubuntu. Yeah, but, but apparently one of the Linux communities, there was a, a new, I don't know, code of conduct or something that was released. Um, and a lot of people were not happy with it. I'm not, I, I don't entirely know why, but it brought to light a very interesting thing about the uh, community building philosophy behind Linux. If you are a contributor to the kernel, so in other words, if you've developed a function, if you've developed an application that is part of the official build from Ubuntu or whatever flavor it is, you as its creator are still its owner and have full rights to revoke your content from the kernel. So that if somebody does that, let's say they remove a particular text editor because reasons, and somebody goes and updates their, their Linux because, well, it updates, kind of like Windows updates, just not as messy. Um, person goes to open up that text editor, it's no longer there. I, well, that, I, that, I, can, I that can be possible because that, that could crash an entire system. I'm not part of the Linux. Uh, I'm not part uh, of the kernel, but I've, I am the author of a couple fixes. Yeah, but yes, it can. It, it, it could potentially crash things, uh, but you still have legal rights to that code. And if you choose to revoke it, that is 100% your choice. I don't know if it's reflective as a community, but it, like I'm part of it. And I've, I've actually never even thought to read uh, these, these uh, agreements. Oh. Like I said, it was just something that, uh, that, that I just heard about recently, and I thought it was uh, terrifying, to be honest. <laughs> and, and I think even the idea of having a code of conduct would not go over well with the community. And maybe it's the very idea of having that. I, I think that's what it was. Code. I mean, it sounds like dictate more than. Yeah, you know, and of course, everybody was sort of wanting to do this in good faith. You know, they, you're, we're all are they voting on it. I don't know. Like I said, I, it, it's just something that came up. I saw it. And I just, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, 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 I'll look uh, into it now. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Shows out a touch I am. Uh, but, um, you know, what? I, I was going to say, um, on, on the dishonesty thing, uh, I was listening to something to do with Ken Ham recently. I know because I'm just that much of a masochist. Now there's some dishonesty for you. Well, and actually, you know, compared to some of the present-day politics sure. right now, Ken Ham's pretty yeah, light. Okay, true. Yeah, he but, might. I, I think he might actually believe, or he's very good at compartmentalization. Compartmentalization. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> English is not an easy language. Don't worry about it. Yeah, at any rate, coffee, especially. Yeah, at any rate. There's, I can't remember who it was who said it. It might have been Seth Andrews himself who figures that Ham knows the truth 
about things like evolution, abiogenesis, he knows that the evidence is there, it's compelling, it's overwhelming. But he refuses to acknowledge it because of his beliefs. His paycheck. Yeah. yeah. That too. And to me, that... Like, one of the things in religious communities, of course, is the, uh, the the claims of willful ignorance on on their side against you know people like us. Willful ignorance, fine. You know that I, I'm okay with that. You know, re refusing to look into something because it conflicts with your beliefs. Okay, fine. Yeah, because that would that would like cancel his paycheck. Yeah, I mean, but willful. Put, put yourself put yourself in his position. You've got. You know, by saying certain things, you've got control over an entire swath of the population who are funding you. You know, yeah. uh, you know your critics or whatever. You're just gonna yeah. keep them off with the longest stick as possible. Um, <laughs> that's about it. That's the yeah. logic of it. There's no but more logic to it. Like willful ignorance, okay, but willful dishonesty, or even if you know everything even if you like if it's irrefutable which i know in science can be a, a, a tough word to use but you know irrefutable to the point that you can almost accept it as fact and yet people will just brush that aside and keep spouting the same narrative over and over and over again uh people like pattern matching wakefield andrew wakefield like yeah, but you you could there's some people you could bury them in evidence. Like I'm living this now. You could bury them in evidence and they still refuse to acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, for yeah. one, and it's either because they uh, one don't recognize it or two just can't put two and two together. They can't just the reality is comprised of individual yeah. soundbite snippet pattern matching things. Well, I look at uh, I look at Andrew Wakefield, Jenny McCarthy. The whole anti-vax thing, and just the lure. Imagine, but like people like Ken Ham, you know. Imagine a population like this, and just the lure of, you know, they're so manipulable. Oh yeah, you know, like oh, you know, you're not doing very well. You don't, you don't have a lot of money. Uh, things aren't doing very well. There's this book. And, yeah, you know, honestly, you know, when we. When we started the show, we were talking about uh, Deepak Chopra. Mm. I still have one of his books, and I'm honestly, <laughs> no, 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 I'm honestly considering cracking it just to see how bad it is. Now that I would be reading it with a clear head, you can't afford an extra hard drive to put into your computer. Do you honestly think that you're going to be able to afford the amount of alcohol it's going to take for you to get through that? I've already stockpiled that. That's what Christmas was for. That's what the company Christmas party was for. I still got, well, let's see, there's a 26 of vodka. There's a half bottle of uh, Kraken. Uh, I think I got something Kraken? else in that. What's, what's that? Uh, a black spiced rum. Okay. All right. And it's delicious. We wee the Kraken. Yeah. You, you, you turned on that one. Yeah. Re release the Kraken. Oh, hell yeah. I've done that a few times already. <laughs> We're getting really close on to uh, a closing up shop over here. So uh, I, I want to give you guys a real quick uh, item. If there is one person or one, I'm not going to say one quote, 
but one line of reasoning that you've heard that just turns your stomach because it's like, dude, come on. We know better than that. You can't pull that. I, I, I give you guys you know, a, a shot on this one because the one that I've got already in my head, ain't nobody going to believe I'm going to have this one. So, Joey, I, oh, I know that... I, I know that there's got to be somebody that you that you know of that's that's done this besides me. That is entirely not where my mind was at the moment that you started on that tirade, and now now I'm just sitting here on the side of the road with you know my little. Uh, McNally, Rand McNally Atlas over the uh, hood looking through the map of my brain and yeah, I'm not getting anything. I mean Okay. That's fine. It, to to be frank, uh, you're, you've never actually sat through uh, and live tweeted it some of these I mean I've never had personal I, I mean obviously I've had personal experience with liars hell I've been at a bureaucracy before mm. uh, there's one in particular I could bring up right now that is affecting me right now but I'm not going to yeah and I would be very very remiss if I didn't kick you instantly off the call at that point but you know I just as far as liars who were just absolutely obvious for me, I, I mean, I run into them every day, so no one in particular stands out. That's kind of a sad state right there, isn't it? If there's just nothing that particularly stands out that could go either one of two ways either nothing is really that big a deal or is just too damned many of them to really be able to differentiate well i don't know i don't know who said it but i will give you this one lie is enough to question all truths i've I'm not familiar with that line but yeah um fair enough Joseph, uh, what would you like to, or or who, or what line would you like to leave off with on that? Mm. I don't know what I could add. Um, just yeah, we we really need to assess the situation um, because I, I really see the humanity is divided in between two camps. Um, you know, those who are responsible for their own survival and those who aren't, and. Um, I think one side doesn't have a really good grasp on how big uh, the other side is in comparison. And I think what we're seeing in the United States happening now is, um, you know, a minority taking advantage of a majority. And that minority may become the majority, which means uh, Kavanaugh and company you may. If things continue the way they are, well, it may be a theocracy which is really just um, 
a totalitarian regime in disguise. But anyways, behind a fucking invisible marionette uh, ventriloquist dummy proxy. So on that cheery note. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean to come back like this. It's just that with liars, it's so commonplace today. Is it any surprise I don't have anything that stands out? When I run into one of these individuals, one thing comes to mind. You are not being the person Mr. Rogers knew you could be. And before anybody goes ahead and says any differently, the question that comes up of that is always Fred or Steve? <laughs> They're both in. They're both in super heaven. Yeah. Yep. So, um, as as far as I'm concerned, you've got you you've got Fred up there. You've got uh, David Bowie. You've got Steve. You've got Freddie Mercury. You know, Jackie Chan already already has his spot reserved. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Yep. Yeah, he's yes. Good. Yep. Heretic woman, how about for you? Who or what basically is the, the item where they got just got to just, uh... <laughs> yes. Yes, I have a squirming kitten. Yes. Sorry. He, he and just you will up. for a little while. Yeah, he just woke up from a long nap, so. Um, what What irks me the most right now is the fact that the there doesn't seem to be any desire for people to know the truth they're happy with what they want to hear and that's really disturbing to me like and i mean people have done that anyway but it just seems to be way more prevalent right now like it's acceptable to be willfully ignorant and just believe what you feel like believing regardless of what may or may not be true. Oh. Yes, Vlad agrees, don't you? Yeah. Close hey, enough. Night, night. <laughs> I just think it's funny that the collar is almost as big as he is. I know. <laughs> well, he he gets to roam around the house while we're home, so this is so we know where he is. Cuz we can can you also call him Vladimir Putin? No, he's, his name is Prince Vlad. Prince Vlad. Yeah. I know, we're mad because we want to go run around, aren't we? Come on. He's going to bite your neck. Oh, he bites feet right now, but... <laughs> yeah. You have uh, to start somewhere. <laughs> and Dallin, how about for you? Because I can well imagine there are a number of people or lines that you've heard uh, I've I've heard so much. I've I've seen reputations destroyed based on lies. Honestly, we have to slow down. Everything these days is knee jerk. It's reactionary. It's something happened and suddenly outrage, and then four days later. 
the context or the truth comes out. But then the damage is done. And you sweep it up and you, you sweep it under the rug and you move on until the next reactionary thing happens. Like, it's almost like everybody these days is chasing after the rage. Mm. It, it's like they're craving it like an adrenaline junkie goes after the rush of the stunt, the bungee jumper, the, the extreme surfer. You know, they, they go for that. They go for the high. Nowadays, it seems like the, the big high these days is outrage. You really do get a high from it. You get a reward in your brain because you, you do. You see do danger, overcoming danger. Your brain rewards you. Yeah, but but if, but the the problem is people who can't discern danger from something that's not dangerous. Yeah, or you know pattern matchers. Yeah, you know, and, and the other thing it's too enough to is... tell people that they should be outraged to make them outraged these yeah. days. Yeah, and, and the other thing that gets me too these days is that. We have to have a site like Snopes because these days news wants to shock you. It wants to get the reaction. It wants to instill yeah. the fear, the, the anger. It wants you to be outraged. Can I make a geek side, you know, for that kind of thing? The, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with a, um, a system. It's actually, it's an instantaneous fact checker, which means every quote unquote fact published is verified. So anything it's, it's impossible to publish anything that's non, uh, non-sourced, non-verified. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of work, yeah. but <laughs> good luck getting it funded. You know, but, but seeing major news outlets purposely publish fake news to get a reaction or to push a narrative to me is gets the clicks. It's despicable. It's disgusting. But, but the common thread through all of that yeah. is just, you've got a whole series of people just, they're not concerned about anything beyond their own comfort bubble. You've right. Got the ad people concerned about their revenue. You've got the people looking at the ad who are just, you know, They've got their own comfort bubble and they're making their comparisons to that. And this makes me outraged. This corresponds. This doesn't, this doesn't match. So it's bad, danger, evil, hate. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of, of op-eds being dictated as this is the news. This is the way it is. And this, these are the facts when it's not, it's somebody's slant. And it's predictable too. And it's, it's exactly the way they want it. Joseph, we're kind of running out of time. So yeah. Yeah, but, I know that should be just start yeah. the conversation, but but that's that's my biggest beef with dishonesty is that this mass mass indoctrination of the public for the sole purpose of stirring the pot, getting the clicks, getting the likes, and damn the consequences. And that's where I'll leave it. All right. And Joey, you said that you had something just real quick to get. Yes, to I do. And um, I'm glad that Dallin and uh, Joseph both touched on uh, on this because it's not just the media. We've all heard the story of the little boy who cried wolf. And, you know, we all know that uh, we all know the personal ramifications of lies. But what uh, we're we're not looking at the big picture here. <clears throat> and this is what really 
absolutely is the most irritating thing for me as far as dishonesty is concerned is that it's become so commonplace. Not only could I come up with a standout example, nobody can. Nobody knows who to believe anymore. So everybody believes everyone is false. Everyone is lying. You look at William Shakespeare. You want to, pit, you want to offend an honest man, suspect him of dishonesty. That, mm -hmm. is what, that is what I find to be the absolute worst part about this entire thing. Fair enough. And it so, goes for with Trump and his ilk and their tactic of accusing your adversary of what it is that you are doing. Lying doesn't just hurt you if you get caught. It hurts mm -hmm. everyone who because everyone expects a lie now. Yeah. So for me, I've seen a lot of them and I've had to deal with a lot of them over the years. And as far as to the ones that I could say that I've, I've been really pissed off with this Ken Ham, there's the banana man, Ray comfort. There's, um, th there's so many, of the apologists who absolutely turn my stomach because I absolutely cannot, I cannot believe that these people can be this dishonest. But I look at what they do and what they say and how they behave, and I can't think that it's anything but, and that's what kills me. Saiten Bruggen, Kate is the big one but believe it or not they're not the ones that are the highest one on my list when i think of dishonesty and caught red-handed and just said nope believe it or not i go back to 1995 when i was learning about and selling the preview for the soon-to-be-released-at-that-time Microsoft Windows 95. And I know full well, people have got to be going, wait a minute, what? All the technical specs were accurate. All the stuff about it was accurate. They did not lie about how it was presented out to the public, and it was a great and wonderful thing at the time. Until word got out that the networking driver set was lifted directly from the Linux Unix community. They literally lifted the driver system, the, the routines for networking from FreeBSD, didn't credit it, didn't follow the stuff that you're supposed to, which would have been, if you use it, you have to turn over your software. You have to turn over your source code. And they swept it away. They lied 
And not only did they lie, they cheated the community that they should have by rights flooded with the source code that they used and all the associated pieces that went with it. Not only did they do that, they used it and abused it and they turned Windows 95 into the platform that then integrated Internet Explorer into its own programming system, into its operating system, so that nobody could get rid of it without completely breaking an operating system that drove 90 plus percent of the computers in the world. Mm. That piece of dishonesty is the one that is always in my head and I have never forgiven him because it just shows if nobody can stop you and you're going to abuse all of the money, why not? Because what you going to do? Hence the reason why I love me and my free software that a community goes ahead and says, you know what? We'll just make everything good because we want to make everything good because we have a sense of forethought, decorum, and, oh, yeah, there's that one little piece that uh, even rats know how to do nice for others. <clears throat> Can't imagine that anybody actually remembers what the hell that word is anymore. Or at least that's the way it feels. We have to get out of here, and I've kind of stretched out as far as I think it's good enough for. And um, Joseph, yeah, Joseph and, and Joey are both putting stuff in the text over here, and uh, Joey's got it <clears throat> exactly right. He's put it all in big capital letters. Integrity. If I could put it in flashy lights, I'd do that. But like I said, who in the hell remembers what the hell that is anymore? Everybody, as always, thank you very much for being with us tonight. We hope that you had yourself a good time listening to us and found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives tonight. And We appreciate it. I've actually gotten through tonight, and surprisingly, I'm relatively okay. I guess I should have had uh, tea earlier today. It might have helped. Let me go ahead and thank everybody for being with us tonight. So, Joseph, thank you for your time. You have yourself a good rest of your morning. Enjoy Sunday. You too, sir. Joey, you called it, man. Exactly right. Big old letters. Integrity. I appreciate well, it, man. Uh, if it wasn't beaten into my head by uh, the armies, um, I mean, it's one of our code, uh, our core army values. God, I can't believe I used. Oh, I'm an American soldier. <laughs> okay, I'm not going into that, but yeah, um, that's what it's all about. And we, it's always been in question throughout since we've had society. Any interaction with human on human, that's what it's all been about. Can can I trust you? Can I not? And the way it's going, who knows? But 
I got nothing to plug, so good night, everybody. Fair enough, Ben. You take care of yourself. Speaking of plugging, Heretic Woman, how yes. many uh, how many uh, how many puncture wounds have you had to patch up for yourself with the little one now? Oh, a few. <laughs> he uh, tried to climb my bare leg last night. That was fun. Saw that. <laughs> Well, see, because Arno wears jeans around the house most of the time, and he's been climbing Arno's legs, so I guess he figured, hey, what's good for him? Eh, not so much. But uh, we're I think tomorrow night we're going to try and, and wrestle him to clip those little suckers. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I look like I've got the measles or something on my forearm. It's not not pretty <laughs> but uh yeah um you can come watch us on beyond the trailer park which is mondays at uh 7 30 p.m eastern uh we don't we've been pretty lax the last month we don't have anything planned for tomorrow night yet either but we'll we'll come up with something because yeah it's it's all good don't worry, um I didn't, I didn't have our thing out until this morning myself well, there you go. There you go. Um, but um, I, you can also find me on this week's Right to Reason podcast. Um, it's warning. It's talking about sexual abuse. So it is a heavy topic. But uh, I, I got to commend Robert. He did a really good job putting the show together. He has uh, Sharon um, Frankel, who is from the Habeas Humor podcast, to speak about the legal aspects. Um, he has a secular therapist on to speak about that side of things. Um, and myself and uh, Matthew Maxson of the Odd Atheist, um, Odd Atheist Couple? No, Odd Atheist Duo Podcast. My, my apologies. Or Odd Atheist Podcast. It's, it's just because him and his co-host make an odd pairing, that's all. Um, but he and I um, come to speak as uh, survivors. So um, I, I got to commend Robert. He um, got everything very very even with men and women and both sides of you know the legal the psychological the survivors i was really impressed with that and um next week um same topic different show um i will be appearing on the gaytheist manifesto as well but that's coming out next week i believe callie said so you can uh, keep an eye out for that and, um, yeah, um, Felis, I'll get a link for Shujin and he'll put it in the show notes for you if you want to see, hear, hear that. Because both, both Right to Reason and Gaytheist Manifesto are audio-only podcasts, but that's okay. We won't hold it against them. <laughs> so, Such there is. you go. Thanks, son. And, uh, yeah, Felis, uh, normally all of the, uh, all the hosts' normal stuff like uh, Heretic Woman's uh, shows uh, for uh, Beyond the Trailer Park. Uh, and Full Quranic are linked in the uh, in the show notes, including uh, the Twitter account for uh, Full Quranic anyway. So you've got that. And yeah. so if if you need that, Cole, if, if you need extra stuff from that, I can see what I can do about helping you out with and, that. And if you watch the ticker at the top of my face, 
Um, yeah, my Twitters and emails and stuff usually float by there throughout the show. So, for those of Just you saying. listening, that isn't helpful, but that's okay. I know. I was speaking more to Felis, who is looking. Yes, podcast people in 2045, whatever. I'm sorry. Most of those accounts probably don't work anymore anyway. So, nah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what you get. Check out archive.org. Dallin, as always, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, I will do it. <laughs> eventually, eventually. We know. Uh, yeah, and I just realized we kind of kicking me in the tail recently. Um, thanks, Florida bastards um but uh for the audio version of this show you can always head on over to holycrapthevlogcast.com uh then for my own little musings uh you can catch me over at in the wind.yo5.ca you take care of yourself on that man um on top of everything else by the way i don't know that anybody else had noticed we had a special guest over in the text chat i don't know if anybody else noticed i did because i said hello over there yes i i did not because i was a little bit busy and i finally looked over and it's just like i had a deadpool I, moment i i had to i have to man my own chat on my show i do but every once in a while yeah. Yeah, this guinness saying. this guinness is for you old friend yes yeah, that we'll see all that so for those of you that are wondering Chris, past host who always has an opportunity because we've still got a spare seat, was uh, was over the chat with us this time for a little bit. So uh, go back to sleep. God, the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> He's up early. Yeah, apparently. Maybe I'm. I'm hoping he was over to QED because uh, there was yes. a lot of good good folks over there this time around. I noticed. Yeah, I, I want to normally, but people I actually know were there this time. <laughs> yeah, I got to see about. Uh, uh, I'm going to see about uh, inviting a couple of folks from uh, Merseyside to be on with us because I want. I want to have a little bit of fun, and we'll we'll see what happens with that. But that's a whole other thing. Anyway, we do have to get. Uh, oh no! Uh, for you. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry to rub it in. Then my bad. <laughs> well, it's not like we're being over there either. So, just... well, true, true. Mm. And just think, folks, if you would like to support us over on Patreon for that, you've got plenty of time because they're not going to have QED again until uh, two years, at least. So, mm. plan on that. Or you can fund us to go to Reason. Uh, nah. yeah. Nanocon. Nanocon. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. That's a that's a whole other thing. We'll talk about that sometime soon. But in any case, it's worth it. As was mentioned, if you'd like to get uh, all of our contact information, <coughs> with, holy crap, the and we'll see about that. If you'd like to leave a voicemail message, number is still eight five nine HCTV five five four. 859-4288-554. No, I don't have it memorized yet. Shut up. But uh, all of our stuff is there. And yes, we do have Patreon. So patreon.com slash HCTV. If you would like. Um, we don't push anything over there. It's just, if you'd like to, cool. If you don't, cool. We're going to keep doing this so long as it's at our price point. Free. But in the meantime, uh, we're going to get on out of here. Um 
suddenly I thought that there was something that I was supposed to uh, make mention to at this point. I don't remember. Crap. Probably, probably wasn't I, important. It then. must not have been. So, uh, whatever. I'll figure <laughs> it out later. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> you will take very good care of yourselves. And remember, if you're going to play the um drinking game, don't go back to <laughs> past mayors of New York City. Uh-oh. I'm uh, origin- originally th- think- thinking about uh, M- M- Mayor uh, Koch. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah. I never heard him speak, but he, is he, no. he can't be worse than Trudeau. Yes, he can. It sounded like he had a bit of a stutter oh. as well. Uh, no, oh. no, he, he just stopped all the... Uh, are you, are you uh, sure... Um, are you sure he wasn't just like a fan of William Shatner or something? You know what? I will find I will find a news clip of of his honor. Since he's dead now, I can say anything I want about him. That's true. Uh, and and um, you guys can have fun with that. In the meantime, Alrighty. you all take good care of yourselves. Seriously, we'll be looking forward to seeing you again probably next week. And um, I'm glad I made it through to this week. Take care of yourselves. Oh, item last. Since it is coming up on All Hallows Eve, Samain, Nightmare Night, for those of you that are going to be driving in the evenings, please, this is the time of season where you have to be careful at night with highway overpasses. There are still some people who think that it's funny to go ahead and have pumpkin chucking competitions with traffic please please be exceptionally careful and mindful if you are going over said overpasses and you see some folks and they're walking with something that's large and orange and potentially deadly please call the local constabulatory and do something about it please in the case Otherwise, do take care of yourselves. We will see you soon. And as always, as I remind you, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And as always for my lady, 13 plus years on, I'm still in love. Not today, future. I love you. Miss you. Dream of me. Till next time we get together, everyone, as always. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>